Hello and welcome to the Magical Friends Podcast. I'm Cindy Devine, your host, and we will be speaking about all things mental health, spiritual expansion, and a lot more things you'll have to listen to figure out. Um, If you want to connect further with us, then feel free to reach out via Instagram or cindydevine.com. We have an incredible episode ahead of us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to the Change Your Energy Masterclass. I'm really excited about this. I know a lot of us are going to be watching the replay. Um, I'm here with Emmy. Thank you so much for showing up. Um, I know that a few of us had some issues with actually getting the link. So sorry about that. I don't know why it keeps going to spam, Um, but I'm going to figure it out and let you know. So. For those of you that are here, thank you. And for those of you that are going to be watching at a later time and accessing the replay, we're just going to jump in. So I want to start by talking about what exactly do I mean when I'm talking about your energy, right? So your energy is everything. It's like your health, right? You have nothing without your health, but that's in like your physical body. So as far as like your physical body, what are you taking care of? You're taking care of hopefully what you're eating, what you're putting inside of it, how you're moving it. Um, Again, things that we hope you're doing. But with your energy, it's more something that you can't see, right? And so a lot of people have problems or issues or challenges with wondering, okay, I can't see this thing. So how am I supposed to determine if it's going well, if it's not going well, how I shift it, how I change it, how do I actually grab it and harness it if I can't see it, right? Totally get it. This, excuse me, this was something super, super challenging for me. So um, we're going to start with going over not only what is energy, I have my notes. So if you see me referring back here, I want to stay on track because honestly, I could probably talk for like five hours and not even know the difference in time. So We're going to start with a few questions, but I'm going to start by reading this. Are energies derived and maintained from patterns which come from stories or experiences in our upbringing that we attach to? So your energy is derived um, from a really, really early part in your childhood. So the part around like seven, eight years old, you start determining certain patterns based on your beliefs, what you're grown up with, what you're told, what's talked about, all those things. And so in a way, when you have energy that feels a little bit fucked up or maybe it feels a little bit not resonant, it's totally normal to be upset and angry about it because in those younger years, you're not always going to be in a space where you're necessarily able to differentiate the difference between what you want and what you don't want. So, hence why shifting your energy. So, my next point is, with the beliefs you're fed and with the way your energy is being nurtured or not nurtured, you start making up stories. So, it's not to say that the stories aren't true. It's to say that you start attaching um, reasons to why you do things, whether it be negative, whether it be positive, whatever it is, right? And so when you attach to stories, it's really important to not only be present to that, but be like, okay, 
do I want to live out this story? Is this story helping me? Is this helping me grow? Is this helping me expand? Like, why am I attaching to this story and why is it important? Because it's the same thing as attaching with like victim mentality or attaching with um, being a millionaire. You know, it's positive, it's negative. Everything's inherently neutral, right? So stories and energies only have the power when you focus on them. And so when you're moving forward, you are in a place where you're constantly having to shift your energy and shift your energy and shift your energy. And it can be really, really exhausting. So what we want to do today is really create this baseline energy of what you want to create. Because without the focus, your energy is going everywhere. It's going here, there, here, there, here, there, here, there. And that's really, really frustrating because you're like, why can't get anything done? Why are my manifestations not coming through? Why is this happening? All those things. And so we're really going to focus on where you want to put your energy today. I'm going to start by asking you a few questions. I'm also going to put them in the chat um, for people in the recording as well to tune into. Um, if you're tuning to the recording, they'll be in the down bar. However, the first thing is as far as energy, what are you consuming? So what are you consuming? Anyone that's here, I'd love to have you let me know what you're consuming or at least think about it. This could be, are you consuming a lot of media? Are you consuming a lot of Instagram? Are you consuming a lot of TikTok? Maybe you're consuming a lot of books. Um, maybe you're just letting your brain run your life. Hence why you're so stressed or overwhelmed or living in fear, right? And there's nothing wrong with this. I don't want to um, put this fear on you that you can't focus your energy on certain things because at the end of the day, whether it be good or bad in your eyes, each step that you take forward and each action that you go through is actually one step closer to... Um, having your dream reality, having the life that you want, like actually focusing your energy to a place of where you're collapsing the time in between who you are now and who you want to be, whether it's where you live now and what place you want to live in, whether it's where you are now and that trip you want to go on, whether it's how much you make and how much you want to make, that time is collapsed purely in your ability to stay focused and master your energy. So what are you consuming? This is big. It could be stealing your time. You may have no time because you're actually just using your time elsewhere. There's always room to make more time. And it's really about what are you prioritizing, right? So after you think about that, I want to follow up with what thoughts are you feeding? What thoughts are you feeding? Because it's one thing to be consuming, right? But it's another thing to be feeding thoughts. When you have negative thoughts about yourself or when you have negative thoughts about um, something you're going through or a project that feels like it's failing, like what are you feeding? Because where you put focus, energy flows. Okay, this is scientifically proven as well. There's a lot of content on this in the Joe Dispenza books and meditations. So what are you feeding? 
when you are noticing, hopefully we hope that you're present enough to notice when you're having a negative thought or a negative pattern or something like that. What are you saying yes to and making it okay? And what are you saying, wait, I don't like this. We're going to drop that. I'm going to release it and replace it. This is like in live time. You don't need to do a whole ceremony around it. One thing that stopped me from really progressing in my mental health journey and my journey of just overall feeling better was learning how to do things now and not waiting till I had a moment to sit down and meditate and I was comfortable and I was great. No, it's about now. It's about if you're out to lunch with a family member and you feel like you're actually, the world's ending and they said something that triggered you. It's about taking a minute, going to the bathroom and saying, I got this. I got this. I don't like how I feel in this moment. I'm choosing to let that go right now consciously and I want to replace it with this. This is how I want to feel. And actively doing that and actively repeating, you start to do something that's called retraining your baseline. So your baseline is how you operate, right? And a lot of us, when we first start or when we're in the beginning stages or maybe your whole life, you felt like you've been so stressed, so fearful. If any of this is resonating with you guys, please leave some comments, be active in the chat, I see you. you feel so defeated, right? And you feel so fearful and you're stressed and you're anxious. And what about this? And what about that? And oh my God. And in reality, this is all because you're in fight or flight mode. So when you're in fight or flight mode, I always heard this and I was like, okay, cool. Like, what does that mean? Right. And then I realized I would be doing work. I'd be like trying to meditate and it wouldn't work. Or I would try to do like manifestation or affirmations and it wouldn't work. And I'd be like, why isn't it working? I'm spending so much time doing this. And what it actually was, was my inability to absorb the information. And if your brain is not activated, turned on, open and receptive, when you're actively doing this work, it's not going to stick. And so getting out of fight or flight is a huge part of shifting your energy. And we do this in many ways, but generally we want to start with ways for you to get present. And it's going to look different for everyone. That's why I'm super big on one-to-one coaching and investing in mentors, whether it be myself, whether it be someone else, Um, whoever you resonate with, they're not just there to give you like these like results and strategies, I personally believe it's 10% strategy and it's literally 90% energetics. Um, Meaning that I could give you all the information in the world, but if you're not in a place to apply it or you're not in a place to actually take action, it's not going to work. And that's really frustrating for a lot of people, myself included at the beginning of my journey. And so I want to move on from this, but I want to definitely touch on the fact that if you are in fight or flight mode, you are addicted to adrenaline scientifically. So if you're addicted to adrenaline, you're constantly just going pushing, 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 pushing. You have no room to allow and open up and let go and release and be present. And um, a big thing that comes up for this um, topic in like my client calls and in my containers and even on my Instagram, I get DMs from um, young women who are like, 
how do I get out of fight or flight mode if my life is so chaotic and if I have no control over these things and if I work a job that's really stressful or I work something that's just so annoying um and this is the reality the reality is is that you can honestly you can honestly do anything you want to do but it takes energy and it takes time so you have to start cutting (laughs) off and trimming the fat of really what's going on and um there we go sorry happy (laughs) Um, so start trimming the fat of like what's going on. So who are you allowing like too much of your time and who are you allowing not enough of your time? It, it could even not be who it could be the simple fact of what are you ignoring in your life? Cause you feel like it's too big. It feels too undoable. It feels like it's outside of yourself. And what are you actually like spending your time on as a whole? Because that's going to like actually drain your energy if you're spending time on things that actually aren't a part of your highest timeline or the life you want or the manifestations you're trying to pull through and make happen and materialize. So I want to ask you this last question before we move on from fight and flight. Um, Fight or flight, I would say overall to start and to begin is have a meditation practice. It doesn't have to be 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes. I do 45 minutes almost every morning because it feels good for me. But it took a really long time. So if you could do five to 10 minutes, do it in a way that you don't have to do it to be better or to manifest that thing or to get that money. Um, I know that's usually like the allure at first, right? And I totally get it. It is a part of it. But the bigger goal here of you learning to be present and shift out of fight or flight and change your energy overall is the fact that through that process you learn to love yourself no matter what and there's a lot in this world about loving yourself whether it be getting a facial or brushing your teeth or whatever it is but in reality loving yourself comes from like a space of within and I heard this so much from like online gurus and self-care people and all the things and influencers. And I always thought self-care was taking care of yourself on the outside, but it starts, I mean, that could be it too, but it starts from a space of loving yourself no matter what. And that means when you fuck up, if something doesn't go your way, if you don't get that job, if you don't get that part, if you're not paying your bills on time, if things are completely falling apart, you're like, I got myself, I got my back. Like, I fucking got it. And at the end of the day, if it all burns down, I got myself. And this was something I learned the hard way. Um, I personally, I'm not sure how many of you guys are actually (laughs) familiar with my story. I know a lot of the signups were from TikTok. So hopefully you know something. Or you just felt resonant with the space. Um, So you know, a little raspberry real quick. Let's take a little water break. Okay, so here's the deal, the background. I want to be really real with you right now. I'm kind of veering off the notes because I feel like this is meant to come through. It's that I started this journey not because I wanted to do some like woo-woo magic shit. 
I started this journey because I was that girl who was severely depressed, was on meds on and off for several years, wanted to end her life several times and tried, but there was this like 1% that was like, no, like you'll see, you'll get it. Keep going, keep going. And I'm like, what the fuck? Keep going. And I was homeless in high school to the point where I had to graduate early because I had nowhere to be. Um, I grew up with an abusive step parent for like 13 years of my life. It was hell. Um, and I essentially had no parents. And so when I went into my adult world, I had got a really good job in production. I was traveling the world with a photographer. I was literally having the time of my life. I was partying every night. I thought it was like what you're supposed to do, at least in Southern California. That's how I grew up. And it got to a point to where I was approaching my early 20s. And I was like, I am the most sad I've ever been in my life. I don't think life should be lived this way. I don't think I'm supposed to feel this way. I hate my job, even though I'm making great money and I have a home to live in. And so I quit. I quit and um, I left the country without telling anybody. And it wasn't that that fixed my life or taught me how to change my energy, but it put things into perspective. And it was that no one's going to save you. No one's going to save you. No one's going to do anything um, outside of you that's going to fix you. Because the highest currency you can have is your energy. And the way that you control your energy, the way that you attract your higher energy, the way you attract your higher reality, it's all through a state of learning to save yourself. And saving yourself can mean something different for everyone. For me, it meant figuring out how I was going to live my life with depression and mania and anxiety and all this stupid BS trauma that I had growing up with an abusive step parent and lack of parents and like, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so this was said to be impossible by everyone in my life. Like everyone, um, it was said to be impossible by the people that were around me, my family, some of my friends, psychiatrists, doctors, like all that stuff. They're like, you've lost your mind, but there's this like deep knowing on that point and I just wanted to touch on that because for those who are listening to the replay and are here now I want you to know that it's not about logic it's not about being logical and it's not about what makes sense because the most powerful women in the world the most powerful leaders the most um some of my mentors like it's about becoming the version of yourself that defies all the odds. It defies every last thing that people say, oh, you couldn't do it. You're like, wait, yeah, I fucking can. And that's been a common theme in my life even before um, being in the like coaching industry and all that. I don't even consider myself in the coaching industry. I'm more just in the industry of helping women actually like their lives and deal with their mental health. But back on topic. Um, the mastery of energy I wrote down a few points and it's that it's a constant journey and it's an incremental up level. So you're constantly up leveling, like you're constantly up leveling, not to a point of where it's obsessive and you're in a space where 
you need more, 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 but it compounds. So your level one is constantly compounding and doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling and expanding. We're not doing the work to just do more work. We're doing the work to constantly expand. So when you're sleeping, when you're existing, when you're having fun, when you're enjoying your life, you're still able to know that the work that you're doing is like beyond what you can even imagine. And that's when I really started to notice that this work is more than just like mindset structure and like vibration. It's, it's so much more that you can't even put into words, but the mastery of your energy and your ability to control it and your ability to manipulate it and shift it is really about holding more and learning to hold more, excuse me, whether it's holding more stress, whether it's learning to hold and transmute, whether it's like, okay, I don't know how any of this is going to happen, but I trust and I know that as long as I take care of my energy first, as long as I take care of myself, as long as I nurture that part of myself, that's what I have control of. And when you do that, you'll be massively shocked about what your life starts to look like, without a doubt. Um, As someone who was like, really skeptical about this a few years ago but overall yeah that's I mean energy in general that's it I'm not really good at looking at notes if you can't tell so I'm really trying my best it's a new thing I'm doing in master classes <laughs> um but I want to talk about something um that came up this week about energy and it actually inspired me to do this master class and it was about how do you manage your energy And how do you shift your energy when you're getting in a fight with someone or when you're really angry or something happened that you really don't like, right? When it's like really uncomfortable and you don't have like the ability to just be like, shift, I'm going to be over here now, shift, like you still have to deal with things. And so when you're getting upset and you're getting angry and maybe you're a little bit explosive, it happens whether you're manic, whether you're not manic, whether you have anxiety, whether you don't, this is just a human thing. And when you're getting explosive um, or sad or any emotion that you usually would not like, it's a sign that you need to move your energy, okay? It's a sign that energy is moving in your body and you're, it's trying to naturally cleanse. Your body knows what to do, um, regardless of you knowing, like consciously. So when you're wanting to explode, when you're wanting to just move or whatever and you feel overwhelmed, it's your body saying, hey, we need to move this. We need to clear it. We need to move it come on, let's go. And so that's why mastering the moving of your energy is also, this has been really life-changing for my clients who deal with mania and also who deal with depression because whether they're manic and they have a lot going on and they can't like seem to tone it down, there's physical things that they can do that helps them, you know, move the energy and not get sucked into the narrative of being crazy and chaotic and whatever it looks like. Um, I find that everybody's mania is a little bit different for me personally. It was getting in a cold shower. It was holding a bunch of ice cubes in my mouth. It was moving, dancing, screaming in the car, like really detaching, um, detaching this idea that what you're doing is crazy. Oh my God, fuck. So much freedom in it. There's so much freedom in that. And for a lot of us, that's all we have to do is detach the crazy from it and just know that what you're doing is not to be crazy. It's not to be explosive. It's actually to 
help you get to a place where you can just master the moving of your energy. Because the sooner you move energy, sooner you're controlling your energy, the easier it is to nurture your energy, the easier it is to make those up levels that compound. Hopefully this is all landing and making sense for you. And if so, I hope you're taking notes. You'll get access to the replay if you're live with us and if you're watching the replay. Definitely write down what resonates. I'm giving you a lot of information. <laughs> so I totally understand if you're like, this is a lot. Um, but yeah, so I want to give you, I'm going to give you um, the why. The why, okay? So I'm just going to give you a little bit of a forecast here. We're going to go over the why you should begin to shift your energy because overall I can give you all this information and you may be like, oh, that's great. But do I really need to do this? And I want to hit some points that are going to validate why you should start this work in whatever capacity it is, okay? And so the first one is obviously if you want to begin living a life that you love, that sounded fucking crazy to me. Like literally, even like 12 months ago, that sounded crazy. I'm like, these people are crackheads and there's no way they actually love their life. They're just like doing it as a business ploy. And so I was that person for a really long time. <laughs> but then I started doing the work. I'm like, wait, I'm not waking up so sad and hating my life every day. I'm not waking up and wanting to completely end my life like those are extreme things however I know it's not just me and I know a lot of um a lot of my podcast messages lately have been like oh my god I feel this way I felt this way forever I'm I feel so glad that someone else is talking about it because in some sense it's untapped and the capacity of feeling and the explosiveness that may you know exist in our bodies and so why? If you want to live your dream life, you got to start cutting out the people, cutting out the things, cutting out the habits to get closer, right? And also to connect with your aligned action, because if you want to live your dream life, that's great. Wanting it is one thing. Actually taking the steps, whole different thing. So taking the aligned action and getting clear on what the aligned action is and getting the necessary like information to start feeling great in your body first. Hence the energetic part. If you can't teach your body how to feel the way your ideal future feels like, the sensation of it happening in your body every morning, even like five to 10 minutes, literally. If you just sit there and you release all judgment and you focus on what it feels like to live in that reality that you know you want but may feel super impossible, you feel it first. And I know as humans, we want to like put affirmations in there. We want to be like, I am this, I am wealthy, I am blah, 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 I am da, da, da. That's great. But if you're not feeling it, it scientifically will not move past the back of your neck. It will not shoot up to your brain. It will not shoot up to your pineal gland. Um, I've been doing a lot, a lot of research into medical papers and um, medical books about neurology and quantum physics and all that stuff. And honestly, I'm reading it so you don't have to because I'm not a big reader, but this stuff is so interesting to me. So yeah, it's about like really figuring out the lined action. 
and your line action could be a mentor. It could be a program. It could be getting in a membership, getting in a community, something to where you're being held accountable in the sense of you're constantly in the flow, in the mode, in the space of people who want the same things as you. Um, and you don't have, you know, you got to balance the ratio, right? Not everything is going to be all sheltered perfect because we still are going to be triggered and challenged. It's the way we grow. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's landing for you. Another why is shifting your energy helps you move out of fight or flight. We already talked about that um, quite a bit, but you're not going to feel as stressed. You're not going to feel like you're out of control. You're not going to feel like you're just a ticking time bomb waiting. And really, it's about silencing your inner world. So your inner world is going to create your outer world. So if you're manic, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're really fucking overwhelmed with your life, the hardest thing to do is silence your inner world, right? I know. You're like, how the fuck do I do this? You just do it. You just do it. When you have all your bills overdue and when maybe you don't, but just giving examples here, when your brain feels like it's going to explode, when you feel like the world is ending and everything is falling down, you're getting evicted, cheated on. I don't fucking care. The power that you have in that moment to sit down and silence your inner world and be like, I got this. I got this. It's okay. It's going to be great. Like, that is our goal here. It's not to necessarily just jump from zero to fucking dream world, but it's to really start laying the foundation in between, not to where it needs to take 10 years, but to where it maybe takes a few months and your whole life is unrecognizable, right? We want to be unrecognizable within this transformation by the end, because that's the point of doing this really deeply committed work. So yeah, um, let's see, notes, 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 just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Perfect, we literally covered a lot of things. Um, so oh, I also want to cover with you guys, being in an energetically balanced state, when you're like there and you start to live in a state of balance and you start to live a life that feels like decently good, and you start to really be present with what's going on and knowing the actions you need to take to where you're not just overkilling and doing whatever you fucking think you should do to make something work. When you're really focused on where you're going and you can equate the actions to it and you can start doing the energetic practices to stabilize your energy, your challenges, your trauma, and your difficult moments dissipate. They're not that hard anymore. And as someone who spent like the first 20 years of my life, honestly, were fucking hell, fucking hell. And I wish that I had someone to be like, look, this is all you got to do. This is all you got to do. And you're literally going to dissolve the past 20 years of your life of hell through balancing your energy. I wish I had it. That's, that's exactly why we're here right now. Anyways, um, I want to start giving you actual how-tos, okay? So let's take a water break. High key, actually, I have a sore throat right now, so we're really pulling through. 
Um, oh, Emmy, you have a question. Do you think being on any medication hinders any part of this process, connecting with aligned action or changing your energy, doing any part of the work? Okay, I love this question. So for reference, I was on medication from age 17 to age 21. And I got off of meds right when I turned 21. Obviously, you know what's best for you. I'm not a practitioner, so I'm not licensed to advise anybody on this. But this is what I'm going to say. If your medication is making you feel extremely disconnected from yourself and you don't feel like you can feel and you're in this weird in-between state of um, you are like you know what you should feel, but you're not feeling anything actually in your body, it can hinder the process. But I will say also that I was in a spot in my life where getting off medication was not an easy thing. Um, Nobody wanted me to, but I had a commitment in my mind. I had a goal in my mind that was right now on medication that I've been on for four years, wasn't helping me. I felt like a zombie. I didn't feel connected to myself. I felt really lost. It was stabilizing me, but I was becoming even more depressed, right? And so for me, the right decision was getting off of it because I knew no matter what, I was committed to doing whatever work was um, beyond what was getting off medication, right? And so that work was really rough. That work was really tumultuous. That work was getting evicted, being really broke, quitting my job, um, completely redoing my whole entire life. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I can say it can hinder it. It cannot hinder it. It's really a personal, um, it's a personal journey of knowing what's right for you. And that's a big theme of my work is I'm never going to tell you what to do, especially as far as medication goes, but I will tell you to listen to yourself. What does your heart say? What does your intuition say? What do you feel to be so right in your body? And that's always going to be the answer. And it's not about being wrong or right. It's just a part of your journey. And so thank you for asking that question. Um, With medication, you can still do this work. It may hit a little bit differently for you. I'm not for sure on your situation or your experience. Um, But Aligned action can be literally anything as far as I really want to like capitalize on this right here because aligned action is like thrown around and I forget sometimes that like some people don't really know what aligned action is, not saying you don't, but might as well go over it. Aligned action is determining what you want, okay? So you're here right now, and you're clear on what you want. So if you know what you want, what actions do you need to take to get there? These can be intuitive. These can come from absolutely nowhere. Like, literally, you're like, how the fuck? Like, how does this happen? I get intuitive pulls to go somewhere or to go um, grab food somewhere. I'm going to meet someone somewhere over here. And sometimes I have no idea why. But I do it. And 10 out of 10 times, I understand why later maybe in that moment. Um, So it could be going to do something. It could be starting something. It could be looking into maybe getting a therapist, maybe hiring a mentor, maybe getting help in some sort of way, starting a yoga class. Like aligned action is any actions you can take 
that feel really extremely resonant in your body that feel like a fuck yes, like a total body yes, and committing to them, whether it's something you can do now or whether it's something that you plan on doing, if it's a, like a larger investment. Um, it's just about, you know, really putting it in your space and knowing that you're committed to it no matter what. Even when it looks like nothing's working, even when it looks like no one is supporting you, even when it looks like you may fail, that's the point. That's the power of all this. Um, so yeah, thank you for asking that question. Um, totally up to you. You're in your power, girl. You know what's best. And take time to really like feel into it because that's a big decision about how you go about that. Um, oh, and also I want to mention if you ever decide to, I'm not a proponent of this necessarily, but if you decide to get off medication and you tell your psychiatrist, um, make sure you do it safely. Don't just cold turkey it. That's a really dangerous thing to do. Um, once again, I'm just from friend to friend recommending. Talk to them. They can compound it. It's, there's a process for this. You don't just wake up one day and say, I'm done, because um, you could actually die from that. So yeah, just wanted to disclaim that. So, okay. I'm going to get into the hows now. You're like, yes, and you're like, we've literally been waiting for this. Um, I'm going to, oh, darn it. I need to grab my computer charger. One minute, everybody. Okay, love that. We love a woman who is seemingly prepared, but not. Anyways, okay, so let's get into the hows, finally. So the hows, meditation. We already talked about this. Um, this is really your own personal journey of how you want to start. Meditation and I didn't get along for a really long time, and I would rather die than meditate. And then it got to a point to where I was kind of like, I'm really over this and I really hate feeling this way and I actually had a random stranger in public come up to me and be like I was told to tell you you're supposed to start meditating start and I'm like mm-hmm sure and then I had had someone a few days later tell me hey I have this feeling that you're supposed to start meditating I don't know if you already do and I'm like fuck okay I have to do it but I did it in a way that wasn't um it wasn't like you have to do it it was in a way that I'm going to do this for 21 days, every single day for 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night. If I see zero change, if nothing happens, I never have to do it again. And so that created space for me to be open to the possibility, but not feel trapped. And so shifting your energy is a constant game of how can you be more open by taking on more. And so when you're taking on more, most of us are like, oh, we don't have time, or oh, this is stressful, or I need more money, or I need more of this or more of that. And in reality, everything that you need is within first. It's within, it's internal. Um, also, for those of you here, feel free to ask more questions while I'm talking. Um, I'm just going off the notes now of how to. So meditation, play a game with yourself, make it work for yourself. Um, YouTube has great meditations. I'm hoping to release some meditations in the next, like, first quarter of 2023 it hasn't been something I've done but I do it for my clients personally and I've had some people ask for them so yeah anyways though till then highly recommend you look up like gratitude meditation on YouTube or like 
guided grounding meditation. Meditation is such a tool that can be used really well if you like just use it for your benefit. You don't need to do everything. You just need to do what feels right. That may be guided, that may be self, that may be grounding, that may be gratitude. The highest frequency is gratitude also. I wanted to touch on that. So another way of how to shift your energy in real life experiences is when you feel really down and you feel like, oh my God, how is this going to work? Or how can I feel abundant right now? How can I attract more money? How can I feel like I'm whole when my world is a mess? You start with gratitude. You start with um, my boyfriend and I actually, great man, great man. But (laughs) if you're from TikTok, you've definitely heard about him. But we started doing this thing about a month ago. And he doesn't deal with a lot of the same things I deal with. Um, But as far as mental health, there'll be moments where I'm sure those of you watching where you're like, oh my God, I feel depressed for no reason, or I feel a little bit down right now, or I feel all over the place, or I feel really disorganized and chaotic. We do these things called like cringe vibe checks, (laughs) Um, where we vibe check each other. We're like, okay, vibe check. And we go over five things we're both grateful for. You can do it just with yourself too. But I like doing it with my partner if we're particularly like, I'm in a mood or he's in a mood or we're going to do something and I want to really like, intentionally set the tone so it can be anything from I'm grateful for the money in my bank account even if it's five cents like I'm grateful for the car that I'm in right now I'm grateful for my legs I'm grateful for the food we get to eat I'm grateful for getting to the grocery store like very basic things um and just starting to speak like that starts generating this frequency that will start shifting you um into a higher frequency, aligning you with all the opportunities and opening you up while allowing you to hold more, right? So meditation, gratitude, um, and anything that allows you to be more observant. So whether it's taking an hour, a few days a week to do art, I mean, that shifts your energy. It's taking time to do these small things or they feel small, but in reality, they're so fucking huge. and they compound and they multiply over time. So meditation, presence practices, like art, like dancing, like something for yourself when you're actually taking time out of the day that is not directly correlated to work or needing to make money or um, you get what I mean. Um, Healing fight or flight mode, that's how to shift. Um, Working with your theta state. Oh, this is so exciting. So working with your theta state. There's a lot of different brainwave states and all the things. And like I said, I've been like moving into working with neurology, um, not like working with, but like learning more about it. And the theta state is what you wake up in. So the first like 30 minutes to hour that you wake up in 30 minutes before you go to bed, um, I may be a few minutes off, but you get my point you are in a theta brain state. So you're in a subconscious, your subconscious is actively absorbing and actively assuming patterns. So if you wake up, I'll give you an example. If you wake up and you directly go on your phone, you know, don't hate on yourself for it. It happens to the best of us. But if you're like waking up and you're going on your phone, 
and you're seeing this and you're looking at messages or maybe you're reading your texts or maybe you're going through this and that, da, 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 you're automatically assuming patterns from the past. So how can you change your energy and shift your state if you're already starting your subconscious time, right? When you wake up, you're starting that time um, by assuming the past, right? And so this is a really delicate state. You can get in this state by like deeper meditation um, at different times of the day. But overall, what you want to do is access, why wouldn't you just access it when you wake up and when you go to bed? It's just easier. I'm not about meditating for five hours a day. Um, that's not where I am in life. And I know a lot of you aren't there in life right now either. So I totally get it. We want to make this work for you, right? And we want to do it in the least amount of time. And we want to do it most effectively. So the way to do that is actually going through and doing it when you first wake up. Okay. It doesn't happen all the time because sometimes life happens. It's about in those moments where life, like moments where life happens, you're able to be like, okay, I still love myself. I still have my tools. I can still do it now, even though I didn't do it then. And I'm going to still show up even if it doesn't look perfect. And perfectionism and OCD around having the perfect routine and the perfect flow and the perfect everything is the number one reason why um, women in general, but like my clients too, haven't been able to um, develop consistency and actually see results. Um, I'm talking about when we first start working together mostly, but overall, client or no client, when you're unable to maintain consistency, it's because you're so obsessed with it being perfect. And I want to let you know right now, your ability to show up is a lot more impactful and powerful than doing it perfect every time. It really is. And that's given me so much freedom. And it's given so many other women like the freedom to be like, oh, fuck, okay. That didn't go exactly how I thought it should. But I trust that every move I'm making is coding the reality that I desire because I showed up. That's more than 99% people do. Like, so just show up. Um, stop focusing on it being perfect. Um, next, yeah, that's what I had. Developing consistency. And consistency also comes from a place of you love yourself too much. You care about yourself, your dreams, your visions who you are and who you're becoming, you care about that so much that you have to show up because you just love yourself too much. Like, you don't want to short yourself out. You don't want to miss the train. You don't want to wait another day to start something that is going to overflow your life and really enliven your life, right? And so coming at it from a belief that is rooting in love, like loving yourself, Consistently, consistency comes from just being deeply committed. It's not only loving who you are, but loving who you're becoming in the process. Because that patience thing isn't my thing, but it's definitely grown on me. <laughs> um, you'd be amazed what happens um, when you're consistent. Anyways, again, hope you're taking notes. So another thing, we're summing up this whole masterclass right now with the last three points I'm going to make. Um, so I'm going to start with this. Developing your own support system of beliefs 
is really, really important. It's, I mean, the baseline to your energy. Your energy is running off your beliefs and your beliefs create your patterns and your patterns create your days and your days create your reality, right? So developing your beliefs will be your support system before anybody else will support you because most people will think you're fucking crazy. It's just what it is. Um, And that's why this work is not for the week at all. Um, And it's really about transforming and becoming that next version of yourself because who you are now is going to evolve whether you like it or not. So you might as well become the best version you can be, right? And I also want to say that I'm sure a lot of you have heard healed people heal people, right? And so if healed people heal people, then why would you not heal? Your work can go way further than just you. And your ability to tap in deeper multiplies and compounds, whether you like it or not, it does. Just like negativity compounds. Misery loves company. Gratitude loves expansion. It's really just up to you to decide which one you want to pick. Um, Yeah. Again, with no judgment, right? And so developing your own support system, I believe this, I don't believe this, I believe this, I don't believe this, really filtering that out on a regular basis. And when you're going into your subconscious every morning, and when you're going into your subconscious in the theta states, you're coming from a place that's like, okay, I want this reality and I want this thing. What beliefs are necessary to get there, right? And keep it really simple. You don't need like 93 beliefs. Like you just literally need a few that are going to carry you and fuel you and light you on fire continually to where you can come back to these beliefs every time you feel a little bit like, "Mm, I don't know if this is going to work. It's healthy to question, but create your support system. Root in your beliefs. Change your beliefs. You can change them whenever you want. Your reality will be reflected based on the beliefs that you nurture most. Um, Yeah. So also surrounding yourself in places that feel like aligned, right? Don't just go to things because you should go to things. Go to things with intention. Show up with intention. Be who you are every day with intention, whether that be really sassy, whether that be quiet, whether that be excited, whether that be expansive, whether that be sick. I don't know. Be it with intention. And in that process, surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you. Naturally, you begin to align with these people regardless of consciously doing it. It just happens. Um, Like attracts like. So, yeah. And then the last thing, I want you to really, really just go deep on. If you take anything from this masterclass today, this is one of them. One of them that I absolutely just need you to hear right now. And it's that I need you to practice letting go of stories. Your stories rule your life. The story of being homeless in high school and having an abusive step-parent and being depressed, sad, and manic ruled my life for a really long time. It's not that that story doesn't exist, but I don't, I don't think of that story when I wake up anymore. I don't think of that story when I'm introducing myself. I don't think of that story in the way I operate in my life. I created a new story and my new story is along the lines of 
like I control my reality based on my ability to nurture my energy. I create my reality based on how I show up. My days are happening through my intention, through showing up, through being clear on what I want. Like my story is, is that I am extremely successful. I am extremely whole. I am extremely excited about my life. And I am very deeply connected to the woman I'm becoming in the process that loves herself no matter what. And so do you feel the shift of that story? Though it's not like, first of all, it's not involving any other people, right? So the power's in my hands and the ball's in my court as far as that is concerned. It's not involving other people. And a lot of people fall into victim mentality because it involves other people, right? Oh, I can't control them. I can't control this. I'm great. Okay. I hear you. But stop involving other people in your equation. Other people are not going to show up differently for you to have the life that you dream of. They just don't because we're all inherently selfish and worried about our own selves, right? We're humans. It's survival of the fittest at the end of the day. So I, it's not like a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that we're all selfish and fucked up. It's the fact that how can you put your blinders on and be like, I'm going to be the best fucking version of myself ever because I love myself too much. I believe in myself more than I even realize right now. And if I can see and envision my future, it's obviously meant for me. And it's already happened in another timeline, in another reality. So let's attach to it. Let's not involve anybody else in this. And if they're meant to come, they'll come along. But yeah. Um, hopefully the Shift Your Energy Masterclass worked for you today and you got something out of it. I know that there was a lot of information. Um, I want to invite all of you that are here right now and any of you that are watching the replay just to take a moment and take a deep breath in with me. And thank you for being here today. Um, I want to invite any of you that are here as well to feel free to tap into applying your recode. If you feel like this is something you're desiring or if today's masterclass felt resonant with you, um, my applications are open for 2023. And I'm kind of full right now, but I have a few women finishing up this week. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for signing up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for really most of all taking care of yourself and prioritizing your energy when it feels impossible and it feels like you can't do it and it feels really scary. Okay. I see you. I feel you. I've been you. And though your journey is going to look different than everyone else's, mine included, I believe in you. It may be hard, but like, honestly, it's worth it. Um, Thank you, Emmy, for being here with us the whole time and asking questions. I really appreciate you. Um, I remember you messaging me on TikTok. <laughs> um, so, so, so fun. Anyways, I'm going to end there, guys, and the replay will be sent out now. So, yeah, thank you for being here. <laughs>